Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and welcome to our first radio show, Real Radio Talk. My name is Nikit, and I'll be one of your hosts today. We will discuss domestic violence, relationships. But first, I want to give some positive words now. Um, in the light of our sister, Annie Mystic, who was murdered by her own king man back in November, a few days after the post was born. So, you know, I just need to add a little thing before we go on and introduce the other host and the guest that's going to be speaking, that we have no intentions of putting a man down in any way. We only seek the truth. And hopefully we can start the healing process regarding domestic violence and relationships, which not only play like a far community, but communities worldwide. Whether black, white, Chinese, Indian, there's a domestic violence problem going on, and it really needs to be addressed. Oh, it's breaking the, up. The, the call is choppy. Choppy. It's choppy. Okay, what about now? How about now? I'll say something now. Okay, wait, listen. Yeah, there's a lot of background um, static. Yeah, the papers there and the papers. Okay, how is it now? How's the volume now? I can hear you. It's just it's it's kind of choppy. Oh, this must be the um the Lockwood connection. It has to be the Lockwood connection. So um yeah, because it's really it's really difficult to make out what you're saying. It sounds like you're talking in front of a fan. Wow, is that blocked out? How about now? How about now? Can you hear me now? I can hear you, but it's 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 very it's breaking up really bad. So when you say breaking up, it's like you don't hear anything I'm saying. It's just any word is broken up. It's like it pauses in between when you talk, and it, it literally sounds like you're speaking in front of, like, a fan with the window rolled down. Okay, so I'm going to hang y'all up, and then y'all pull back in, and I'll put you back in, because I don't know why they're doing that. Okay, okay, I'll um I'll call back in. Yeah, that's what they're saying. They're saying the connection is not good at all. 
Did you hear us now? I can hear you. I just um, I'm having trouble understanding everything, but but I hear, you know, I, I can hear your voice, and you know, I'm making out every other word. But you know, I'm gonna do my best to follow the conversation, and uh, you know, just make my contribution. Okay, well, thank you for calling in on this topic concerning Cincinnati with domestic violence. You know, we all see that domestic violence is not a religion, it's not a color, it's not a, you know, it's not a faith, it's, it's how, you, how women are getting abused around the world, and no one is here to talk about it. So today we would love to talk about domestic violence that's going around, women in the rest of household. In every situation that, that I can speak on, this, on your behalf of domestic violence. Yes, um, I want to say about domestic violence. Um, you know, when it comes to this topic, I, uh, you know, I was thinking about you know all of the, all of the victims of domestic violence and the cycle of violence, and and I just wanted to say, you know. There's a few things that we need to understand about domestic violence that the abuser, you know, the abuser makes the victim feel guilty, you know, you know, when uh, when this is done as if, uh, exactly. you know, like, like they're somehow forcing them to act this way, you know. And I think that for anyone who found themselves in that situation, you know, it's important that that they understand and know that it's it's not their fault. You know, it's not their fault, and um, they did not do anything, and they don't to to to, to have that done to them. And uh, you know, so you say you know, most of the victims believe that it's their fault when they get hit or beat on by the their partner. Nagis, your your call is very choppy. Yeah, we getting ready to put it on the phone line because I don't know what's going on with um block talk and the connection because I have the connection. I know it's not my connection. Yeah, I can't I can't make out anything that you're saying. The the gentleman that was just speaking, I heard him perfectly clear. I heard everything he was saying, but when you speak, it's it's choppy again, real choppy. Okay. Okay. It's okay, we're gonna get it together. That's right. We're doing it right now. We're trying to get a speaker. So we're gonna get it. We're gonna fix it. Yes, sir. Maybe it's the Mercury retrograde. (laughs) 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 I'm telling you because my internet is up. You know, I got the Xfinity, you know, all that going on. So I don't know what's the problem. (laughs) I think the problem problem is that somebody knows that we're going to rise up and rise the women's up, you know? That's right. Yeah, a lot of people don't want to see this happen. A lot of people don't want to see 
said do the call another day? No, I said if we don't get to finish, we'll be, you know, if we don't have enough time to finish. Oh, have like a part two? Yeah, we can have a right. We're going to stay on now, but I'm just saying if the time doesn't permit us to, like, really get deep, then we can just come back on another time. Right, because the topic is something that really you can't even really have in just a short period of time because thank you, it's a lot. Yeah, there's a pandemic. It's not an epidemic. It's a pandemic. Right, right. right. It, it is. It's a pan. It's a pandemic, and it's something that that's not really discussed about amongst us. A lot of these things we just sleep right up under the rug. Straightforward. Yep. And because of that, it continues to perpetuate the cycles that we see amongst families and, you know, households. That just hurts, you know, it just keeps repeating itself. Okay, we connecting it, we're trying to get it right. Well, I think that the family is, is kind of like the center of you know, society, and, and if our families are not strong, then it's hard for us to build strong communities. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And, you know, especially in the African-American family or the African-Caribbean family, there's a lot of domestic violence going on. Trust me, it is. Mm-hmm. And you know that because you're from Brooklyn, so you know what I'm saying? It's always something going on in a family. Well, I mean, I, I think, you know, you know, I have my experience that I can speak about, and I think that everyone, you know, has a, a experience. But I've seen things, unfortunately. I've, I've, I've been in these situations, and, um, you know, it's kind of like a – it's kind of like, like we don't know how to communicate. But there's a lot of things going on that causes domestic violence. But it's unfortunate, you know. It's very unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Well, I think so a I lot think- of that is because we're not taught the science of mating, you know, and we're getting into these relationships or partnerships, and we're really not even qualified or ready to be in them, you know, because nobody has taught us the science, the science of mating, the science of breeding. No one taught the average person these things, and there's actually a science to this, you know? Mm-hmm. Can you hear us now? We plumped up the speaker. How is it? And and see and 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 like I I think that 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 you know that what the sister said is definitely a vibe because because it's a vibe like where where it's like we're we're in a system like we're in a system that's that's telling us how to deal with relationships and it's like even though ones might be. In different uh, houses of black consciousness, or whatever it's like, one's mindset is still like one's mindset on relationship vibe is still based in the system. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. That's a that's a vibe, and then also there's a lot of outside outside elements that affect the inside. You know. Right. The lyrics construct. Yeah. Our whole concept. You said, can we hear you now, Nigis? Yes. It's still the same. It's, yeah, it's still the same. It's still the same? Yeah, same way. I wonder if you're too close to the speaker, maybe. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, or the volume. Oh, maybe maybe you can call him with a different phone. Maybe it's to connect. Yeah, we might call him from the gonna go off of what what y'all two was saying and and it's true that to to pick the right person is very important and I mean it's the most it's the most important decision that any one of us is going to make in our lives you know and and it's kind of like in our communities you know we you know I don't know if that's taught I know it wasn't taught to me uh, as far as what are the qualities to look for in a woman, and, and, and even for a woman, what are the qualities for her to look for in a man? It's kind of like you're given the wrong, you know, uh, ideas about sex and relationships. We wind up, a lot of us wind up picking the wrong people and having destructive relationships. Yep. My, my father, he always taught me to, when you get with a man, you need to look at what is his belief system. Do he have knowledge itself? What is his diet? You know, what is he accustomed to eating? You know, do he come from a single or two parent household? And I'm so thankful that I have the parents that have taught me to look for these things in people. You know, what is this person's belief system? Do you know who you are at the core of your essence? Mm-hmm. What is your diet like? Are you going to be looking at me crazy when you know I don't eat pork? And I think that, you know, that, that, that the whole family structure vibe, like, and I'm saying it's definitely important because it's like, you know, like one thing, like one thing that I know that uh, sisters have told me that they look at as a man or whatever, if they look at, like they look at, uh, they, they look at the relationship that a man has with his mother. And I think that on, in the same right, um, that uh, black men need to look at the relationships that sisters have with their father. You know what I'm saying? Because like that right there determines like the relationships that we have with our parents as man and woman determine a lot of our you know interaction with each other. You know what I'm saying? Straight up, and 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 it's like you know like we're like we have like we're not uh, at this time we're not really big on the whole rites of passage vibe as a people. So it's certain things that I was saying. That uh, like don't get dealt with, uh, like because we're not taught these things because it's like like it's not part of our society. It's more so, you know, you 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 go to school, uh, you know, you get your degree or your diploma, or whatever, and you have a family and you go so. But you know, like how to really make that institution function? We're not really given the 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 um, you know, uh, the right keys to open those doors, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, and as a woman, can you hear us? Vanessa, you hear us? I can. I guess yeah, we, I can yeah, hear yeah. everyone fine. Yes, yeah. I'm better now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can hear you a lot clearer now. Yes. All right. In a lot of, in a, I believe that I believe that in a lot of the domestic violence community, coming in households, coming up in a lot of these households, when mom and dad used to fight. We never looked at that as a domestic violence. We would say, oh, mommy and daddy is fighting. Police never was called. We never, you know, it was never discussed. 
amongst, you know, the aunties or the uncles because it was just mom and dad in the house fighting, and they didn't call it domestic violence. That's why a lot of us didn't recognize domestic violence. You know, it took when you went out to have a relationship to recognize domestic violence and saying, well, you know, I am getting beat on. I am getting hit on. What is that? That's not love. What is it? But we look at mom and dad do the same thing, and we wonder, you know, it's okay because dad never went out nowhere. Mom never left. You know, it's not like we did. When we get beaten, we go, we leave. But when mom and dad used to get into fighting, they used to stay with each other. So this was like a new thing to a lot of us about domestic violence, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, The family is very important. What you see as a child growing up in the household is critical. I've never, my parents are still together. They've been together 50 years. I've never once seen my father raise his voice to my mom. I've never seen her disrespect him or anything like that. He's never hit her. So when a guy come at me sideways, that shit is foreign to me. Yeah, you're right about that. It was, to, it was, you know, it was like a wake-up call to me, too, because I never seen that in my household with my mom and father. But when I started seeing it among my friends and families mm-hmm. and everybody, you know, I was like, I was hurt. Because I never, right. I always thought the perfect, I always thought the perfect, the perfect relationship was mom and dad. You know what I mean? And yeah, me too. Start, yes. So I guess we, you know, we we learning a lot. We knew it was always there, but you and I came in a perfect relation, a perfect home, when mom and dad loved each other. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And you know what? A lot of us don't come from a perfect home. You know, and and the thing about it is that this whole issue of domestic violence is is kind of like a new topic that that just really happened to be talked about in, in the 20th century. But before then, you know, when you had all of these arranged marriages, where you know, uh, you know, according to these ancient countries, where the parents would set up the 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 the, the marriages and say, well, my son or my daughter you know, you going to marry this person and y'all have this in common and you they come from a good family and they have the same belief systems and we all are a community. You know, this violence and this, you know, these these things are still taking place, you know, and it's still taking yeah. place now. And, it, and, it's, and it's still, you know, it, it really is a new topic of discussion to say that this is not, how you know um, you need you you should be treating the person that you love. Yeah. That's true. I mean, yes. we just well, we if just want to about it. Let's get back to communication, like you were saying. We got to learn how to communicate with each other, mm-hmm. and not and well, not, and not be afraid to talk about it. Not be afraid to talk about it. Not be afraid to let someone know that this is going on. You know, we 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 just witnessed a sixteen-year-old girl who was walking to school, got shot in the head by her boyfriend, a, a, a guy who she used to date, and she was only 16. Lava. That's the best of violence. Yeah, well, I don't know if you guys heard about I don't know if you guys heard the story, but here in Central Florida, um, a gentleman that I've known for over, I don't know, 15, 20 years, just this past week, he just shot and killed his pregnant 
child's mother of four months. They've been dating. I heard about that. Yeah. I heard them on the if you listen to the news and you listen to the report of the news, they're not calling it domestic violence. They call it an act of something else, not domestic violence. Right, right. They they are calling it first degree murder, or second or assault, or something right. like that. But they're not calling it the real name, domestic right. violence. Because even with right. even with Nanny Mississippi in Jamaica, her they said that um she was murdered by her jealous king man through domestic violence. But when they charged them, they didn't charge them for domestic violence. They charged them for what, first-degree murder or second-degree murder, something like that, because he did turn himself in. You know what I'm saying? But it's just the mere fact that this empress was a – so when I said, I'm going to let you hear her music when you come here tomorrow. You're going to be like, why he killed her, sis? It's only because he was jealous. This is a rock I'm going to tell you not why. You know I'm going to tell saying? you why he killed her. I'm going to tell you why he killed her, and I'm going to tell you why women spaz out and start running up on men like they can beat men and vice versa. It's because people suffer from emotional intelligence. They suffer from emotional maturity. And we should not be getting into relationships, period, let alone having children, until we've reached a certain level of emotional maturity within ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of people that don't even love themselves. You don't love yourself. You know, because if he was, you wouldn't even be entertaining these toxic relationships. You know, Mm -hmm. so it's a lot of uh, personal, psychological, and emotional things that people, we have to work on within ourselves, but we're trying to get in with other people and thinking that, oh, this person going to come and just make my life better or whatever. And no, it's personal work that we have to do within ourselves. Yeah. And that's why I can go ahead. Oh, no. Uh, uh, Well, uh, uh, I mean to cut that. Sorry about that. Um, uh, but I definitely agree with all that I was saying, and I think that you know that this whole all the situations that cause domestic violence, you know, like uh, like she was saying, start from a mental vibe. Now, like some like like something that I'm not saying I'm surprised, but something that you really don't necessarily hear in situations of domestic violence that she just mentioned is uh, situations of uh either a man or woman being out of control. Most times we hear about the man being out of control. Now, um, and I, I definitely, like, and I, I don't know what the percentage is. I don't know about that or whatever, but I do know that there are situations where uh, domestic violence and or a fight break out due to uh, sometimes yeah, yeah. a sister. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 I don't like. I don't think the either. I don't think the either way is proper. But uh, one one gets overshadowed by the other a whole lot. But both of them are definitely serious situations. Uh, uh, they have to be dealt with. Yeah. Right. Well, in life, they're always like going to be in life. I like that. In life, there are going to always be disagreements. I I do believe that in life there are always going to be disagreements. But when it comes to that point where we got to take that disagreement or that misunderstanding with each other to domestic violence, that's where it stops at. That's where it stops at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Everybody is going to be. Go ahead. I mean, the ability to work through differences is, is the key to having a, a lasting relationship, you know, because there's nobody 
that is going to be, you know, agreeing with you on everything. But it's that ability. That's right. Said, That's right. Self composure and to and to work through the differences, to compromise, to negotiate, to listen to the other person, to mm-hmm. consider the other person's you know contribution. That is that is the key to making it work. You know, and a lot of people don't know how to do that. And everything mm-hmm. that you like- just said represents a person that is emotionally mature, evolved, and intelligent. And if you haven't reached that certain level of emotional stability within yourself, you shouldn't, any relationship that you get into is going to be disastrous. True. Because the second somebody say something that you don't agree with or do something that you're not feeling, you're going to fall off the deep end. And that means whenever it gets to the point, Mm -hmm. right. And when things get to the point when you're being physical, that means you're completely out of control. You are Mm -hmm. out of damn control. That's why we got to recognize domestic violence. That's why we have to recognize when when, when we can't communicate with each other, when domestic violence becomes domestic violence, not only physically, but verbally too. When someone says yeah, the wrong like thing to you, that's part two of domestic violence. And sometimes part two can be rougher than part one, which is the hand hit. Right, it could be psychological. You. It starts with par one with, with the verbal because that's, yeah. that's the point. Oh. When you first are out of control, when that voice becomes raised, you should be you should be expecting yeah. some bottles or something to come right behind that because at that point, that's when you're out of control right there. Right. And that goes back to the self-composure, what he was saying. Mm-hmm. But you got to identify from you got to I didn't know how to identify that rage and be able to walk away and be able to say, I'm going to leave then the wait for that rage to cool down, and then you make back up and, like, nothing ever happens. So we have to recognize that sometimes the rage goes farther, then you can make it back up, and then it happens again. Because most of our most of our domestic violence victims always stay with their partner because they make it back up five minutes later or ten minutes later. I'm making a lot of noise in the background. You want to reach the um, phone? Somebody's making a lot of noise shuffling. Yeah, and see, and see, and see, like my, like my thing, like you know, with 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 you know the whole thing of being able to recognize, you know, um, a certain thing. I think kind of goes forward to you know um, uh, how we raised. Now, um, I wasn't raised with both parents, but I was raised uh, by my mother, and um, you know, uh, from from what I saw, you know, uh, she was a you know a levitated mother. Um, like she wasn't on a partying vibe. She didn't keep you know, two, three, four, or five men around me and my sister or whatever. So it's like time when I got older and had children, when I, um, you know, dealt with uh, my children, mother, whatever, um, you know, uh, some of their behaviors was foreign to me. And like, I, like I, I never saw my, like anybody my mom was dealing with at the time, I never saw them in any situation of even argument or physical, none of that kind of stuff. But I know for me, um, that uh, there, had, uh, there had been instances where I got in arguments with my children's mother and they felt like they had right to slap me, just straight out slap. And I'm like, well, well hold it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't used to, I'm not used to that kind of vibe because I didn't see that growing up as you. I didn't see, you know what I'm saying, man fighting woman, woman fight. I ain't seen none of that kind of stuff. So I think that some of the things that we end up um, in 
are definitely things that we have to look out for as far as signs, but some of the um some of the signs that we are to look out for, we didn't even know to look out for because we never seen some of these things. Now I know like, you know, I started having children in my twenties. Now I'm in my thirties now and I can look on my thirties, I mean uh, on my twenties and see certain things that I wouldn't I wouldn't do the same thing now that I did then, but I didn't really have the forwarding or the knowledge to know what road to go down and who to pick and XYZ, whatever, because I was like fresh out of the box in a sense. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's definitely, um, you know, we have a serious uh, learning curve that we have to really deal with as far as being able to instruct on our was saying, as far as, you know, like, you know, like which way to go and, you know, and, 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 and again, it's like, you know, um, we're not in a vibe of arranged marriages, but I think that, like, you know, we can't control our children, whatever, but it's like we have to show our children, listen, you know what I'm saying? Like, their behavior is one thing, but, like, you know, like, what's their family vibe like? Like, like more than just their mother, father, sister, and brother. You know, like what grandma was into, what granddad was into, all them kind of vibes, because all that, right. all that makes that person. Matters. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Right. I mean, it's a sad thing because not only not only us as older generation going through domestic violence, we also witnessing the younger generation going through domestic violence even more now, and that's another thing that we need to try to address because we have these we have a lot of young girls are going through domestic violence that don't even call the police because they're in love with these guys, so we have to reach out to them too. Because it's going it's not on even, a lot. So, so a lot can, of young women, it's not even the men that they're having problems with. A lot of young women, based on what I see on, like, Rural Star and the Internet, internet, are just fighting, period. They're just angry. They're fighting other women. They're fighting their friends. They're mad yes. at the world. Domestic they're angry. Violence. they just yes. mad at everybody. You know? Yes, domestic violence. And when you see that going on, when they, when they fight each other, they doesn't call that domestic violence in school. They suspend them. They they either send them, transfer them to another school, or send them to juvenile, and don't put that under domestic violence. It's so many ways of domestic violence going on in this country today. Right. It's a shame. It's very much right. here. If, if you guys can remember, you know, they got a new law where this law been out, out called, what, child abuse. And child abuse was used to be under certain things like domestic violence too until they get 18 and when they turn 18 it's no more child abuse it's domestic violence right well let me let me ask this now within the family structure you know how exactly are we as parents solving our problems so we're talking about domestic violence so we're saying that it's wrong you know to basically uh handle our problems by hitting and abusing. But what about when it comes to discipline our children, like you said, with with child abuse? Now, the thing is this. It, mm-hmm. it, we are showing our children, either through domestic violence or by hitting them, that when you get angry, you hit. When you do something wrong, you hit. If you don't like something, you hit them. You know, if this is, if this is the example that the parents are showing their children, and like you're saying, this impacts, not only the boys but the girls, because like the brother was saying, he's seen, he experienced women who think that they can fight, and I've seen it as well. And it's kind of like, where do you get this from? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and like I was saying before, 
the family, you know, the family is the is the biggest part of this, you know. And it's kind of like if the right. parents are showing the children that this is how you handle something. Oh, you did something wrong, I'm going to hit you. I don't like what you said, I'm going to hit you. I'm going to hit you for every single thing. I'm going to hit your mother, I'm going to hit you. And, and if this is the example that we are showing these children, then what exactly is there going to be their response when they turn around and walk into the world? The same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same thing. They're gonna follow behind the same thing. Like the sister said earlier, it was a psychological thing, and that got to be addressed before a little, before a little girl can go back out there and go through what she's going through. All this got to be addressed among the young ladies, right? Before they unfortunately, hit. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Well, no. let, me, let me ask. I unfortunately. Ask the one thing that mm-hmm. has a lot to do with a lot of this anger and rage that you see amongst, I'm talking about like the teenagers, the high schoolers, of, of predominantly women of color. One thing that, uh, aside from the domestic violence and the psychological stuff that's going on that's not being talked about, more than half of these girls have been sexually assaulted by somebody, whether it's their father true. or their uncle or their cousin or their brother. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. that has a lot to do with this anger that you see amongst girls. A lot of these girls have been touched, and nobody's, nobody talks about it. And if you have right. a woman that's been violated like that, and then she gets into a relationship, she's never going to know how to relate to a man. Or she's going to be angry or have all of these things land dormant in her subconscious mind where now she can't even be intimate with her partner. Or every man that she look at, she look at as the enemy. You see what I'm saying? And that goes on yeah. so much within the black community, this, this, this molestation. And that has a lot to do with a lot of what you see going on out here. A lot of these boys are being touched by their coaches or their uncles or whoever. But they're not saying nothing about it, but they're angry. These children are being violated. Very much. And it's starting from the household. It's starting from the household very much. Yeah, so I want to ask Ayasa Christie a question because are you there, sis? I can hear you. Did you I hear me? Okay, yes. yeah. Your mic was off. Did you hear everything that was going on because your mic was off? No, me. I hear my mic. My mic not not affect me hearing. But yeah. the mic is, you have you had was the turn on the mic. Call me, call in. But me, I hear everything. Mic not affect the hearing okay. part. Okay, I was just yes, May I hear what everybody else is saying? Um, and and and, and heal up everybody in the room. Love and light and liberty to all in the building. Respect yes, yes, that is. Yes, I. So here's the thing. Now everything what everybody saying have very very wait, valid points. Wait, 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 wait. Let me ask you this question before I forget it. Okay, let me ask you real quick. Because you're from Jamaica, so you could probably identify with the domestic violence that goes on in a Jamaican household in general, whether it's Rasta or not, you know. But because Nami yeah. domestic happens to be Rasta's sister, I'm, I'm just going to bring her in the situation. Like, tell me, um, 
what is your opinion of some of the causes of domestic violence that is in Rastafari? Like, how did that get into Nanny's mystic relationship and other Rastafari relationships? Because I talk to sisters sometimes, and they tell me the king may be in on them, but they don't know what to do because when they go to the elders, the elders say, oh, well, that's your business. You keep your business in your house. They don't address it. What? So it's always swept up under the rug. Yes, sis. And I, I, I know that's true because I have been in that position, you know, where as a Rasta, as a Rasta woman, with a friend that came to me and she was into a domestic violence situation where her king was beating her. And when she went to the elders, they told her to just, you know, talk, they'll talk with him and everything's going to be all right. Just go back home because Rasta don't deal in Babylon. So I, what do we do? How do we stand okay, against this hear, as Rasta hear, women? Hear what Mida said earlier. Mister, everything what everybody's saying have bring valid, valid, valid points to the to the surface. So everybody can take all of those things and put each one into your memory and think about, we're talking about what is happening and what is going on. The way you get to a cure for anything is to find out the root cause. The way right. you know how to go forward in life is to find out your roots. So everything has to start with the root. The root cause of all of this, whether it be in a Rasta house or in a non-Rasta house, the root yeah. cause of all of this is not yielding to what our ancient ancestors did. We're living in a European-based society that bases relationships upon European-based standards. If you dash away them standards, one brother talk about raising up your children to know who they're going to marry. It wasn't just you select the husband or the wife. They know one another and they see how one another grow. Mm. So the standards about sex don't have nothing to do with no spiritual relationship with a man and a woman. If you're putting sex into it first, you're putting in European standards. If you're putting into it first, the spirituality, Mm -hmm. you're putting into our ancestors' standards. The world has been twisted and is off balance because everyone comes through the womb of a woman. We not come from the rib of a man because if that was so, man could give birth to babies every day by flinging them rib on the ground. But every day, woman give birth to males and females. It is off balance because they say that woman must be subservient to man. That's European standards. Yes, African yes, standards is to worship and honor the goddess, the mother, the womb that carries life. So when you get those standards, you will build a relationship. You will build strong children. You will build strong black men and strong black women because what is the cure? Black love is the cure. Building strong black families is the goal in our own black nations. Right. So, if it's, so and that's how it reaches our Rasta house. <laughs> so you think religion? You think religion have a lot to do with it too? What? Religion is European standards. 
Right. Your standards is spirituality. We don't have spirituality no name re- And if you look on the letter in the middle, L-I, we don't have no religion. We don't <laughs> deal with the lie part. We deal with the spirit. Yes. Yes. That's right. Yes. Because a lot of a lot of women's have a lot of women's have bought been brought up to love sexually first, then to love spiritually. That's right. Right. And, that's and all if you children. look at European if you look at European sex compared to African traditional sex, nothing is day. more satisfying than nothing. African sex. The position yes. that we do Europeans never even think yes. of. Never, never. You know how to yes. licky licky and yummy yummy nothing yes. can satisfy yourself yes. without yes. <laughs> Right. Yes. Yeah. 
So her daughter said, yes, but yes. her mother said she did, so whatever, you know. She said so, her mother said, you said so, mother said. Yeah, yeah and nobody knows why right. none of them people I, always I, I, talk about clock and by all of them things as European standard. African yeah, women yeah, live to hundreds yeah. of years old and have babies the whole time. Yeah. We don't have to limit ourselves by these standards. And young girls who are out there, young girls who are out there, there's a thing called self-value. The only way you can lead somebody to recognize the self-value, as I said, is block love. We must show them how to love themselves. That's all you have to do. If if a one never experienced love, you showed him love. Sex is That's not right. an urge about. that comes. Sex is not an urge that comes to haunt a child or a young adult or anything. Sex is a natural yes. experience and exactly. a natural feeling. Yes. But you have yes. to teach them it's a spiritual. But you have to teach them yes. it's a spiritual enlightenment because if there's no spiritual connection, the sex has no value. The woman, when a man enters a woman's womb, he enters his heaven. She becomes his tree of life and the tree of life for his That's family. Right. African tradition, right. this is why a lot of older women, why That's a lot right. of younger men have an older woman, because they need that experience to become the yes. stronger man within them. But the right. thing that you need that, to understand yeah. is all of this is twisted and it's not about a sexual urge that needs to be deployed or put off. It's about experiencing it into a positive light. So the African traditional woman from young girls, we dance. We dance. We have the most sexy bodies. We dance the most sexy dances. Because that is a part of us. So as we're learning to dance, we're learning sexual things, but we're not thinking of it as a sexual thing. We're thinking it as a spiritual connection. Men watch the girls as they learn to grow and as they learn to dance, which is how a lot of African men see our sight and say, that's a woman, she looks built for me. Right. And there's nothing yes. wrong with that, but the European society twisted yes. it and Perverted said, cover it. your bodies yes. because exactly. your bodies should not be seen. Our bodies are yes. supposed to be exposed to the sun. Yes. We are children of the sun. We live right. because we thrive with the sun hits our skin. So we cannot think about, oh, that's wrong according to their standards. We must set our own standards. We must make a young girl know, yes, in the society you live in, if you dress that way, this is what a man will think. You must know within yourself who you are and your value. Because if you're in Africa and all you have is on is something around your bottom and your breasts are exposed, nobody not think of that as wrong. Yes. If you're what? a royal yeah, Kenneth yeah. goddess, if you're an Ethiopian empress, if you're a Kush queen, nobody don't think of that. No way. It's the Western European standards that were set in all of those lands to tell people and to cover it. Because the white women's bodies didn't look good and they couldn't survive in the yes. sun. Right. They looked and horrible. Yes, and it is, it's it's horrible. Like, <laughs> so they cannot tell us, oh, you got to cover all 
of that. We don't want to see that. That's a lie. Yeah. Every one of them want to touch a black woman. Right now it's yeah. Yeah. Like so for them to say they don't like seeing it is a lie. And all the people who are promoting black women to expose that, all of that. And here's my key to tell a young woman and a young man. Who called you bitch first? Slave master. Yeah. Yeah, who told right. you yeah. to be a breeding buck and to have several women to be a gallus? Slave master. Yeah. They saw right. black families thriving that the man would honor and worship his goddess and honor and worship his children and the animals and the earth. And he came and told them, oh, we don't want you to do that. We don't want you being in our family. We want you to go have as many babies as you can. And we want to sex this woman as much as we can so now she's a bitch. So the queen is dethroned. The goddess is dethroned. The god is dethroned. And they're turned into something else. And now today... Black men walk around, yeah, mommy, I got it, yeah, me, I've how much woman. Yeah, and the girls walk around, yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch, yeah, that's my bitch. Yo, we're doing what the slave master told us to do when we do that. So if you want to remain a slave, this is what me tell them. If you want to remain a slave, do that. Who told a black man to sag his pants? It's the same white man that started Black Lives Matter. It's the same doing all of this stuff, Soros. And if you turn around sagging, S-A-G-G-I-N, it spells niggas. People need to know what they're doing and stop following fashion. Stop being European-minded. Stop thinking about European, this is the best. Stop saying, oh, white people look so good, we need to look like them. Black animals, beautiful people on the earth. I want to look black. Daddy, what you have, white people want to look black. So there's so a reason they want to look so like us. Up. Take pride in and who you are. Black love is the cure. Strong black yeah. families is the goal in our own black nations. Yes, yes and sir. we need to also stop supporting all these European stores, these European places that have our black women and men supporting them and turning them around to be what they want them to be. Because we have so many exactly. Europeans. Look like 80% of the black woman has turned European. And look exactly. like 90% of the black man has turned European. If you really look at things, 80% to 90% of the black woman has turned European. And that's what our yes. white brethren are doing. And our non-master brothers are doing. They're going after the black woman that looks European. Yeah, They're not going and for a real black woman. They need to tell black woman for the black brothers that's the in this panel. Black man need to tell black woman, baby, I love your natural hair. I love your natural ah, black skin. So the up. more she hear that, the they more she's going to love that, herself. They can't do that. You want to know why they can't do that? Because they still like to lay with the weave head. So no, no, you got two brethren on this channel right here. These brethren, it can start with these two. These two could become 2,000 and 20,000 because they can go yeah. tell our next brethren. So me and yeah. every brethren yeah. went out there and listened. Whatever color you are, and you out there and listen, tell black woman you're beautiful like you are. You don't have to follow European standards. White people need to start telling black people you're beautiful like you are. You don't have to follow no standards of my ancestors. We like you the way you are. It's obvious people was created a different way 
So if they created a different way, your beauty is just as beautiful as the next person's. Exactly. Everybody needs to recognize the beauty. Besides this, but like, these, see, it's like, and this time, it's us. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you like that. But these brothers are not seeing that. This what my whole point is, is that they don't care. They know the, the beautiful black Rasta woman is out there or non-Rasta woman is out there. It's a in general black woman. We don't even want to put Rasta on it because we still a woman first. So they don't want her. They want the one that has the weave, the one that's, to him, that's beautiful and he can get the good, the free sex. You know what I'm saying? That's what he wants. But you just put it there. He only wants that for the free sex. So the man who wants to build our liberty that knows, as this there's brethren a, is about to come of, in and say, because me can feel the vibe, come want him say whatever him mother say right after me done. Me say, if <laughs> a black man knows that he wants to build a strong black family and a strong black nation, then he's going to look for a strong black goddess. Straight so forward. Just because a, a woman wears don't mean she's giving up free pussy. It don't matter what she is. He's going to tell her to bring her black beauty into the present. Go ahead, brethren. I think that, yes. I think yes, that I, must be a uh, baby to a baby. <laughs> yes, True. I, brethren. Yes. Yes, sir. And see, and see, I think that, and see, I think that, like, you know, like, where the vibe come in at is that, like, you know, okay, right, so we're talking about, like, brethren showing sisters about a vibe, but, like, uh, I'm going to talk about these Rastafari brethren for a second. Now, like, we're talking about brethren that right now yeah. tattooing up themselves, wearing skin-tight pants, botching up their hair, you know what I'm saying? And these men call themselves Rastafari brethren that are doing these things, tattooing themselves, Skinny jeans, all them type sitting. So really right now, it's like, <clears throat> like this is what I'm saying. To really reclaim our African self is really what the vibe is because black man and black woman, Rastafari or not, are following European standards of fashion, living, and all that kind of vibe. That's right. Period. Plain, That's plain. Right. So are because, we, wait a minute. So are we saying that the Europe, uh, European created Tattoos, because as far as I can remember, our tribe has no, been doing no. tribal. No, no, but tattoos our forever. tattoos. Are we saying that our... the European created weed because they were weed and chemists? And our world, no, we're no, not no, giving no, no, no free pussy. But the way so, we're no, doing no, it, no, we're no, doing it is because we're doing it. No, we're putting people in categories. No, sister, they didn't create it. They didn't create it. And they, if you look at the twisting of everything they did, they didn't create it. They twisted it. Our original right. ancestors who put uh, fashion and designs of their skin, they never bored their skin. They used dyes, and it was not permanent, number one. Our women, no, our men, true. whoever put weave in their hair, they used the hair of their wife or their family. They didn't use somebody else's. So they twisted right. these things. They took the things we created and made it into inventions that are damaging to our image, damaging to our psyche. Because if you now, sister, you take your hus if you take your hair and you put it in your husband's head for a ceremony, that is within the family. Right? Yes, sir. And if you take your hair from your sister and weave it into your hair, that is within your family. You know where it came from. You don't know who washed it out. You don't know who did whatever they did to it. 
because you knew it came straight from your family. You don't have no second thoughts about what's right or wrong with it. Or if they had certain plants that looked just like hair, and instead of always using hair, they would weave that into it and make different styles and fashions. Right. But our hair grows long and lovely. Anyway, that was basically done for ceremonial practices. So if we had a certain ceremony, we would do all these extra things for that ceremony. But to live that way as a standard of beauty daily, we did not have to do that. I just think we have to be very careful not to become judgmental of our people just because a sister has a weave or a sister may have tattoos or whatever, you can't automatically categorize them and put them in a certain box because I know sisters with locks. I know brothers with locks. I know people who rock unks. I know vegans. I know vegetarians. And that don't mean that their spirit is always in the right place just because they may dress a certain way. You can have a sister that rock a weave that'll give you the clothes off her back before a sister walking around with an unk on. You see what I'm saying? So all I'm saying is that we just have to be careful sometimes when we observe these things because we can become very judgmental against our own people and automatically just say, oh, well, I know she ain't conscious. Look at how she wear her hair. Oh, I know she ain't conscious. Look at what the clothes she got on. You see what I'm saying? Oh, no, 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 you're absolutely right. You don't judge anybody based on that. But at the same time, we have to make sure that the fashion that you're following, my sister, is not based on a European fashion. It's based on an African cultural fashion. Because you cannot keep allowing little bits and pieces of the European culture to slip in and say, oh, it's okay because they're conscious. You have to address that and say, yo, why are you doing it like that? Why are you not doing right. it like well, we that? You're still a beautiful sister, and we love your spirit, and I'm not going to turn my back on you because you got a weave. I just want to know why you think you need a weave. That's all I'm saying. Why are you doing this because the European standard of beauty says you need to have long, stringy hair? You get what I'm saying? Instead of you looking at the long, stringy hair and say, your hair is lifeless. It don't stand up. Our hair is magical. They don't realize their hair is magical. They don't realize their hair is beautiful. Those are the ones I'm talking about. The ones that realize it and just choose to put on a wig for the day or whatever, that's, you know, that's in their mind, whatever reason they want to do that. But many don't even realize that their beauty is there naturally. You, even right. though they're conscious, even right. though they're going to feed everybody, they don't realize, look, you're beautiful without this stringy hair. You're right. Yeah. That's right. Right. what I'm trying to get in. I'm not trying to tell nobody, you know, you turn your back on nobody. No, I mean, I said that none at all because... One thing I always say, you can learn from every friggin' person upon the fierce of the earth. You can learn from the evilest person upon the earth. Even if you learn, I don't want to be wicked. I'm going to piggyback off of what Fanasha said because she hit some real valid points. We worrying, we talking about the sister with a weave in her head, but you see that same sister to be the one to open her door and let you come in. Your one that look like you will be the one sitting back hating on you on the down low in competition with you, don't want to see you rise farther than them. So how do you weigh that out in the balance? Because you got your weave head that's more genuine than your conscious supposed to be you know, RBG, Rastafari, committed brother, brethren, or sisterin. So how do you sort that out? Because in my personal experience, I have a lot of, in my personal experiences, I have a lot of weed head friends. And trust me, I love them and they love me. 
I love that. Yeah, man, me too. But James, James so let me, let me, me tell him all the while, you know you're beautiful, you know your natural yeah. hair beautiful. And the same person who walking around with locks, me say we are what we're locks for, and you know, I have nothing in your head with name consciousness. So yes, you still let them know. You know, turn your back on none of them. You let right. them know, but you must need to know who, because it's everybody right. who's always allowed in. Then the right. negative and the evil things are going to keep coming in. We have to make a standard and say, yo, we got this. We know this. We love ourselves. And when you, you start right. embracing more of your heritage, when we re- be- rebuild these black nations, any weave that will be worn will be black hair weave. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Because right. these are people yes. raising their you, and anybody who comes in there saying, "Oh, I'm conscious with lust," and they don't have no consciousness, they know where the door is. You get well, what I'm saying? You know, I have songs. Most of my songs have lyrics about this. I, mean, I have one new song out named "Look Into It," and it says, "Demetric people with a look good thing, but them heart don't clean." So no matter right. what you do, must look into it, look into it, just look into it. Before you invest your heart, before you invest anything, you look into it. You can see people's heart. Don't make European right. twisted society and tell and you you cannot see what, a man's heart. You can see right. people's right. heart. The top it is. Problem. And that's what the base, this, this is based on the top it is. Yeah, huh? this is based on the top it is, domestic violence. I think yes. domestic violence is bigger than cultural standards. I think this is something that yes. just not affects yeah, Europeans, the people who, who follow European standards, because we were just talking about... No, no, we know it's bigger than that, but she addressed a question to me about how it got into the Rasta camp. So that's how we got on cultural topics. Right, because when I look up, I see... I see I see white people. I see white people. Let him speak, please. Could he speak, please? We got white Let Omar Toby just finish his sound because yes. he was very quiet and waited for everybody to speak. Don't shout and cut him off. Let him finish what he's saying yes. and let him say who he's addressing his comments to. Because all of us shouting it at the one time is it, not working. Yes. That's not, that can't we work can't get nothing to comment. We got to let everybody talk when because, they're talking, you know? This is based on domestic violence. Good thing. Within, within Rasta, as we was talking about, there is, there is domestic violence. Within those who, who accept the African uh, tradition, within his majesty's empire, he put in laws, you know, against domestic violence, against homosexuality. The reason why Africa and the reason why Africans live their live their traditional life is because the leaders prevented the people from 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 going astray. But if the European standards, you know, all it does is it's more liberal to allow you to do these things. But human mm-hmm. beings, His Majesty said, is exactly the same. You know, so these problems that go beyond the cultural traditions. And it affects even Africans and Ethiopians, and everyone's going through these issues of domestic violence. So domestic violence is more of a breakdown of communication, and we need to get to to the point of how do we effectively communicate through our problems to the people and our partners that we're in relationships with. 
Yes, and Ashante Shalasi, how do you how do you address that, please? Ashante, come in, please address that. Uh, yes, I uh, 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 address the uh, the the uh, the solutions of domestic violence with, with the brethren that we're speaking about. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. So I mean, because. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like, you know, like, like, I definitely think that, 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 you know, that it's definitely bigger than the culture of whatever. And I really like, you know, like I was saying earlier, like, I think it's so many outside elements that have to do with the inside of our homes. That's why we see this thing happening, not just around the far right, not just RBG. We see it happen across the board because, like, lack of, uh, lack of communication, lack of funds, lack of control. Uh, 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 you know, like not knowing oneself, all these things are contributing factors to 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 what's happening right now. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. So yeah, like it definitely goes across it's all of that. You know what I'm saying? All of that, like, like like all of that. It's like really, it's like 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 we look at it. We've been dealing with 500 years plus of trauma. Period. Point blank. So that's why we can. So that's why we can have people on this on this call right now from across the world that are saying the same exact thing because black people, African people have been traumatized for 500 years plus, and we still in a traumatic state. So like, so like definitely right now, like to deal with, to deal with everything we're dealing with right now, <clears throat> all these things, we have to really, really start knowing who we are more so and stepping outside of this system, period, plain blank. That's, and, 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 uh, uh, you know, so yeah, definitely. I feel like that, you know, that, um, yeah, like it's definitely big. Like it's bigger than it's bigger than America. It's bigger than Jamaica. It's bigger than any of the Caribbean. It's bigger than Africa. It's bigger than Europe. You know what I'm saying? Because we're talking about African people that are suffering from the same things on the four corners of the earth simultaneously, and trying to figure out how to get out of it. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. To piggyback oh, on what you just said, and to to piggyback on what the brethren just said. The the exact thing you just said and the exact thing he just said comes again from setting European standards for living, for relationships, for all of these things. Because everybody is frustrated. They want to take it out or fight this one or hurt this one or lick this one because they're using European standards for relationships, for living. They're frustrated for women say this when there's still African cultures right now who honor the woman, who do not belittle the woman, who would never hurt their woman. And we have African diaspora throughout the earth who have been European you have been conditionalized or, or mind-controlled and subdued mm-hmm. by European culture and standards. And once we Hello? get away from that, once we get yes. away from that, brethren, once we get away from that in every area, all of the places, everywhere in Africa that has embraced that, once we get away from that, we're going to heal. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. let, me, let me let me let me read something, right? Can I can I can I read something? I want to read um I want to read His Majesty's Penal Code, right? So uh, as we all know, Ethiopia is the original land, right? Never been con- mm-hmm. never been con- colonized. In His Majesty's mm-hmm. Penal Code, he has a law against assault, and what it says is this: Whosoever assaults another or does violence without causing bodily injury or impairment of health is punishable upon complaint with fine or in more serious cases with simple imprisonment not exceeding three months. Simple bruises, swellings, 
or transient aches and pains are not helped to be injuries to person or health and are punishable by the penalties provided for petty, for petty offenses. So this whole thing about hitting, and it, it, it affects everybody, Africans, Europeans. Yes, it do. Everyone is going through it. Everybody. You know, this is just yes. not a European yes. thing. This is everyone's going through this. All over Africa, you know, this is happening. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I believe the Europeans... I believe the well, Europeans like, you know, play the major role. They do. They do. In a lot they of this when His Majesty, when His Majesty, you know. when His Majesty was yes, speaking so. that, His Majesty also said, we are failing in Africa because we are looking outside of Africa for resources. Everything we need is right here in Africa. Yeah. We are failing because we are adopting principles of other cultures, not our own. And that's exactly what me just I said to you right now, the same thing in the garden. <laughs> I feel like so we give this European, we give this European too much power, too much credit. We de- we have the power over definition. I define what means what to me. No European pen. You don't define what beauty is to me. You don't define if this shit is ratchet, if this is classy, if it is ghetto. I'm a goddess. I make that decision, not you. I will not give you that much power over my life. I'm sorry. We have to define what means yes. what to us and stop giving this crap of so much power. Yes. Ridiculous. But, but the topic is, what do we do when it comes to domestic violence in the Rasta household since we know what happened to Sister Nani? It's going on. It's going to continue on and going on. How do we address that? How do we when really we have Naya Bingi chants, when we have Naya Bingi camps, we need to teach on honoring Oman. Every time we have a Rasta gathering we need to teach on honoring women if you want to even if you don't want to go back to kush if you don't want to go back to kimit if you just want to start from ethiopia you can look right. at his majesty when his majesty was crowned he said no me can't do this until my empress is crowned right yeah him yeah. never disrespect us everything yeah. him do him pass it by his empress before him say yes but
Once we get over the illusion of inclusion, then we can focus on who we are and accept who we are and love who we are. If we don't realize black love of self is our cure, we will never go nowhere. We are the people who love ourselves least. Do you know the entire world, the entire earth, every nationality will be cured once black people love themselves? Exactly. Yes. 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 Black love is the cure for the earth. It's everything. Everything. Now, now, but see, now, like when we addressing the thing about now, like you know, now, like, like we, okay, so uh, we have to really, really analyze this and really, really think about this. Now, like I don't know everybody in the call personally, whatever, but uh, you know, um, I heard a system, you know, I mentioned about I being in autumn body, whatever. So now, let's like, I'm not just, I'm not gonna focus on Naya being per se, but that's my knowledge base. Okay, right. So when we look at when we look at Naya Bingy, you know what I'm saying? To bring certain things about uh, you know, even family, you know what I'm saying, woman, you know what I'm saying, whatever, to a Naya Bingy so called priest, that right there on certain levels would be futile because man's stuck in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. You know what I'm saying? So oh, yes, the yes, thing about yes. it is is that, you know, until that doctrine is broken right there, anything you bring up it's not going to be really given ear to because man stuck there in the Bible. And some of these same men that's in these positions as priests and prophets, whatever you want to call it, some of these men have dealt with molestation. Some of these men dealt with rape. Like, so, honestly, you know what I'm saying? These camps, these camps need a whole lot. Like, these camps need lava. These camps need straight up lava because it's so much situations that men sweeping under the rug and doing in the tabernacle. Like I had a Rasta man, I had a Rasta man sit and tell me one time, my daughter was only seven years old, and tell me they was waiting on my daughter to grow.
But the mm. more yeah. people adopt this European standard, the more they're frustrated, the more they want to beat a woman, the more they want to do this. A woman want to lash out at a man. A woman want to raise her voice and make the man feel like an idiot, and then the man feel the only thing he can do is lick her or box her down or whatever. Those things yeah. are not from our culture. Nah, and they're nah. implanted in the society, the pressures, the sickness, the stress. Everything that's out here is implanted in our society. And if people don't open their eyes and realize there's evil energy out there, we need to focus and channel the positive energy to bring about positive change. So we go talk to these brethren and sisters. If we talk to a hundred people in a camp, if only ten of them see the light, that's ten that's not going to walk the other way. That's yeah, it. We have that's to it. just keep doing it and keep doing it because somebody's yeah. going to step out of it. Just like you that's stepped it. out. Just like you, sistering. You got the knowledge and you said, no, me can't deal with this. Y'all look for my daughter. You had the wisdom to move. Fire. You get what me yeah. I said? So we have people yeah. out there with the wisdom that's seeing these things, but we need them to get others out. Exactly. We're in a minority. Yeah. The more right. that people step yeah. out, the more yeah. that people stuck in are going to open their eyes and say, yo, what going Maybe we're not see things clearly. But you're not yeah. going to be yeah. able to save every striking one, and that is the thing nah. that breaks most of our hearts. Because yes, we want, yes. especially as mothers, we want every black person, every picnic, every man, woman, boy, and girl to be saved. But it's not going to always work that way. I know what I you know Panasha made a statement and she said that, you know, she is no one can tell her how to be her own goddess because she know she know herself. Yeah, and, 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 you know, and I love that statement. If we can get a lot of black you know, a lot of women's black mm-hmm. young women to say what she mm-hmm. said and to feel the way she feels. We would have some powerful interest. I'm going to tell you why Fanasha's like yes, that. Because I personally, met, I personally met Fanasha's mother and father. Fanasha's parents come from the Black Panther background. They know her side of Shakur. That's it. They've been in That's that it. movement. So her father knew immediately yes, the balance of man and woman and the respect that he has to have as a black man to his black queen. Yes. So she grew up in a household seeing mommy and daddy yes. balance. He, he, he treated my mom like a goddess. Yes. She had all of them, 10 of them at home. She got 10 brothers and sisters. All yes. of them was born at home. Sometimes mommy worked. That's sometimes it. daddy said, no, get home, and I'm going to go work and take care of you. Regardless of what, her mother, her mother fought the right for woman. Exactly. Her father fought the exactly. right for, for man. And so she had that. Exactly. And, if you, and if you see her parents, if you see her parents, you'll be like, well, the, the mother probably look more hardcore than the father, you know, because the mom is a fire airy. You know? <laughs> but it's not like that. They just is cool. Yeah. She's a part of our documentary. You understand? Yes. She's a and part you know, of it. And that's why I say, Y'all have to excuse me sometimes. I be very passionate about what I say. I just see things through a different lens. I'm not a YouTube conscious person. I didn't come conscious overnight. You see what I'm saying? I was born into this. Unlike a lot of black girls in America, unfortunately for a lot of black girls in America, I I know it's different in the Caribbean and in Africa because there's a lot of cultural values that stick. But when you're a black girl in America, 
a lot of that shit has gone out the window. When you have that that's energy running. that's running up through you, when you have that sexual feeling y'all was talking about earlier, if you're one of them girls that was brought mm-hmm. up in the church, they'll make you feel shamed. Or your your mother or your grandmother will talk to you about that. They won't tell you how to rechannel that energy. Rechannel that energy. It's normal. It's natural. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I am an exception to the rule because I'm a what I guess people would consider a African American girl. You know what I'm saying? Or woman. Yeah. But so because of the way I was raised, I was not raised like the average black girl in America. I come from a two parent home. My parents are vegetarian, they herbalists, they mm-hmm. you know, they, 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 they deal with the, the, the laws of nature and all of these great amazing things. So when we're talking about domestic violence and not loving yourself, I'm like, What? Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. You know, and my father the same thing. Him grow me and all of these things. So my father and mother, but my father him spend a lot of time with me talking about how woman should be and how. And even myself, the first time he married me, married to Rasta man. The first time he married, the the man was a very jealous man, and him want to lick me. And we was together about eight years. And out of that eight years, at three times, him try lick me. I'm the type of woman. Me lick you, but me tell you, I'm the type of woman. If you lick me, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to lick you, but I'm going to do something. Right. So, <laughs> me as a either kill him, or him as a kill me. And that's why over the eight years, it happened three times, and it never happened back to back. The last time it happened... <laughs> My little son was, my youngest son at that time was two years old. And him looked at me because I had a little mark on my face. Him said, Mommy, Daddy hit you, Daddy bad, right? I mean, I have three sons in the house at that time. I'm going to say to myself, no, I have to come out of this because my little son had tell me, say, look, yeah. I see him do something wrong and that not right. Right. And yeah. my, that son, that son ended up dying from an unnecessary surgery. But that, Fire. me taking him out of the house is all me mm-hmm. out of the house without ever looking back. I never take nothing but my picnic him and a change of clothes. Nothing more. Mm-hmm. I did but may I tell you, it was from jealousy. Thing. He was an excellent father, excellent provider. Him not want to do nothing, him but him have a jealousy. You get what me mm-hmm. I say? And it's some yeah. people yeah. have this in them. It wasn't about Jeez. no rage. He had his mother and father together. He just had a little issue within his family. Trying to make care of feelings, Right, and it wasn't mm-hmm. just me because he did it with a baby mother yeah, exactly. before me and him together. Exactly. So that's how you know it just was a part of his personality. But he says, you know, to this day we still talk. To this day, him would tell me, you know, he he's over all of that. And, I, you know, I wish him well with that. But it takes a consciousness. It takes either losing somebody that's conscious in your life. Mm-hmm. Whether oh, my, they would you, leave oh, you my, in a you relationship in or whether they die, sometimes it takes that for you to open your eyes and see you're wrong. So we whatever get, oh, we must do in these relationships, whatever we must do, my father, if my father did know that man ever touched me, my father would have killed him. But me never make my father, me never make my father know because my father never licked me. Him say man not ever lick a woman. My father used to tell my mother fuss at him and him not say nothing because he honor woman. 
He honored the, his mother. He honored his grandmother. He honored his sisters. He is a man who honored woman. So I learn about women being honored from my father. First, right, right. And a lot of women out here don't have no relationship with their father. So black men that are out here looking, men that are out here listening right now, Go to a sister, yes. whether she's a little girl or not, and show her some fatherly love. Show her some direction yes. in her life, whether she's yes. your daughter yes. or not. Because we need goddesses to come and bring forth gods and more goddesses and more gods. And the women, we, we have need to, to, to the men as well. We have to heal, men... and black love is our cure. We have to reach right. out every morning when we wake. That's another one of my lyrics. Every morning when we wake, we must reach out to we're black, we're brown, and we're red brothers and sisters and show them love every morning. Because one of the years they may turn them head and say, yes, I receive it. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, Fanasha, could we hear, um, we're getting ready to close in the next probably 20 or 30, 15 or 20 minutes. Could we get okay. some solutions to what we've been talking about from each everybody who's on the air? Yeah, like what's your opinion? Yeah. Okay. Well, to, in terms of the topic, domestic violence, I think that um, there's several things we can do to piggyback off what the sister just said that the women uh, bro- brothers need to get out um, in the community and 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 tell these women that they're beautiful. I think equally the women we have to whether if it's a young man a brother, a cousin, whoever, just let them know, you know, I see you, King. I see the God in you. You're doing good. Keep up the good work. Just inspire each other. Live and lead by that example because sometimes people just need to see it. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't see it, it's like it's non-existent. So be that example that individuals in your household or in your community can look to and say, okay, well, she's doing it or, or, or they're doing it or whatnot. So lead by example and, and, and not just be so in a rush, in a hurry to jump in a relationship. It's okay mm-hmm. to be alone. It's okay to take time to be present with yourself, to be present with your emotions, to get to know yourself, to get to know your likes and dislikes and be comfortable in that space. Because if you're not comfortable in that space, you're not even ready for a relationship. You're not even ready for it. You're not even ready to be present with your own energy and your own space. So just take time out to be present with yourself, honor that time alone, honor your sacred space, you know, and work on, on, on building up your character, uh, uh, finding value within yourself. Because when I, what I right. found is when you value something, you protect that shit. When you value something, you're going to work on it. You're going to honor it. You're going to make sure that it's cared for. You know what I'm saying? And when you value yourself, you're not going to sit up here and be just Allowing any type of bullshit to walk through your door when you value yourself, because you're gonna say no, I'm worthy. Uh, uh-uh, uh, I don't, I don't deserve this. Sorry, yeah. go. You got to go. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. just take time out to be present with ourselves. Know it's okay. You can be happily single, because people always get on me about that. Oh, you know all of this stuff. You this, that, and the third. Why you not married? You know what I'm saying? Like being married is yeah. the badge of success. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's oh, like it's yeah. okay. Cause I know a lot of people that's married that's not happy. Oh, a lot of terrible. my friends Thank they call you. me all the time oh, with a marital problem. you see what I'm saying? Can we hear from Omar? Can we hear from Omar? Are you still on yes, the air? Yes, yes, yes. Good. Thanks. Um, I think I think that the solution to this problem um is going to be that. We need institutions, you know, our communities. We need a, a outlet where 
you know, um, people, you know, couples can can basically um, go to and express express themselves and to get get the necessary guidance that they need because a lot of times we're going to to people who really don't have the answers, you know. Yeah, so we're right. we're seeing that these this is a problem that's affecting the Rasta community, the European community, the traditional indigenous African communities. This is a problem that trends cultural differences. You know, and we need to we need to we need to be able to speak to people and to actually get a solution, a tangible solution to the problems because the the issue is that within our relationships you, you no, find no, no, someone who who agrees with you. You 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 have a Rasta house. You have a Rasta man and a Rasta woman who both accept the same exact thing. And even within these 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 uh households of traditional African, you know, uh, values and, and everything, there still is a breakdown in communication. There still is situations with, with, a, with a guy who comes from a house with two families and his parents were respectful, but he somehow gets this rage. You know, we have to have uh, institutions where we can go to to get the sound advice that we need the necessary and real advice that people need in order to to understand how to vent and to uh, deal with our differences. And until we learn how to deal with our differences within relationships and, and to get the right advice, then this issue of domestic violence is just going to uh, keep on continuing and affecting all communities everywhere on this planet. Yes, Oh, That's um, right. Okay, thank you. Yes. Well, what about Asante Delaney? Asante Sarsi, could you come in, please? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, you know, um, the thing, like, <clears throat> the thing that I've noticed over over this time is that, like, you know, um, and a few people talked about this, whatever, but you know, um, sometimes we let our eyes get the best of us, and it's like, you know, um, I know. I've had this experience, whatever, of not really getting a chance to know a sister before linking up with her. One thing that I say that will help, you know what I'm saying, since we know we have a situation where we don't necessarily have the right to passage vibe, is I would say for, like, man and woman, if you're interested in a sister or a brother whatever, you know, it don't have to be a sexual vibe per se. Just get a chance to know that person, you know, and then you have more of a repertoire with a brother or a sister. So when the time people link up, you know, like, it's not just solely based in, you know, just like, you know, uh, 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 the lower nature, you know what I'm saying? Just a safe vibe, you know what I'm saying? Because, uh, you know, like we don't know each other, you know what I'm saying, whatever. And we're still dealing with, you know, like a black man being comfortable with black women and vice versa. And when we get comfortable with each other, that's when all the communication will be better. And that's when, when it comes time for us to link up, we already have the, 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 the prerequisite of dealing with each other as brother and sister. So I think that the preliminary, like, uh, uh, prerequisite uh, for the solution should be us getting, like, getting to know each other without it being, you know, well, yeah, she look good and nice around, all them things there. Like, we know that. You know what I'm saying? That's cool, that's fine, or whatever. But we have to really get a chance to, like, really get a chance to know who one another is on a basis that's not, set, uh, 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 that's not solely based not in physical. Uh, sexual. Yeah, exactly. You got to go past that. You know what I'm saying? And then we'll be able to get a chance to, uh, like we go past that, then we'll be get a chance to get to the spiritual. And then when the spiritual comes, like Sister said, 
then the whole sexual vibe come. You know what I'm saying? So we got to start with, with, with knowing each other as brother and sister. That's what I think, you know? And know who you're laying with. Yes, sister. Straightforward. Please come in. Yes, I respect and manners to everyone. And I apologize if any time you get over-passionate about it, but me, me always... That's a fire burning. That's a fire. That's a fire. That's a fire. Keep the fire burning. Your man, it's in my music. When I can't go listen to it, I have lyrics about all these things. But if we look at the statistics of men that abuse women and women that abuse men, they were abused as a child. So mm. again, to my topic, everything starts from the womb. So we have to yeah. realize who we carry in and how we carry in life and what life we want to bring into the earth. They show some sickness, a breed of sickness. That's how you know the type of climate we're living into. So this breeder sickness, they had a video. I couldn't even watch me just see the woman about to lick her belly with a hammer. She beat the baby out of her belly. Yeah, our breeder sickness. sickness. That people it's been sickness. through sickness yeah. as a child. Mm-hmm. And they don't know how to live with it in them life. So them turn around and hurt other people. Yeah. You have to get this standard of, um, I cannot stop saying this. The European standard has done nothing but dis- devour and destroy people's cultures. In the time that they've been capitalizing and making money off of people, the culture of people have always been destroyed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the people themselves have been uh, in, in total genocide. That is their motive of operating, so we must separate ourselves from that standard. So 75% of the victims who have ever been abused are who live with domestic violence every day. 75% of them survive, 25% get killed. Mm-hmm. So yes, yes. you think somebody will lick you today and you are taking for 10 years and them just go overboard and them kill you? So, as yes. the sister said, you have to love yourself. One movie with Monique in it, where she was the fat girl movie, and she look in her mirror and she take off all her clothes, Precious. and she finally decide. She say, "I love myself," mm-hmm. and That's from that right. day she love herself. Everything she try to do work out, and she get the proper man in her life mm-hmm. because right. she love That's herself. Right. Women that are in violent relationships that are listening right now today, find a way to get out. Mm-hmm. Me yes. not care if you wait till him go to work. Me not care where you think. If you need to link me or whoever the Pamphias spoke, link with. And we will yes. find a way yes. to help you get yes. somewhere. Yes. If you're in a violent mm-hmm. relationship, oh man, get out. Man, if you feel yes. like you're depend the pressure to lick your woman because she's nagging, nagging, and nagging, nagging you, left the house. Not deal with yes. her. Go take a walk. Man, if yes. a woman yes. I treat you bad and I disrespect you, get out. We're trying to yes. build strong black families here. 
Get away yes, from this are. European standard of living. Build our ancestral principles for life. That's what we have yes. to do right now. Our ancestors are balling, you know. Yes, you see oh, yeah. the way the oh, world yeah. is working? People are doing all these sicknesses that didn't happen with our ancestors. Mm-hmm. It's yes. clearly yes. a cure that we need black love. It's cure. It's yes. cure. It's clear. Original Rasta was RBG. Original yes. Rasta was all about That's African it. culture. Black black power, yes. black supremacy. Every original yes. Rasta is always about black power, black principles, loving their black yes, interests yes. and their daughters. Straightforward. Yes. So don't adopt yes. all these new styles. Don't, you know, the tighter pants or whatever is your fashion feature or whatever. Me know how people love fashion. Me like fashion. And these white boys don't too. Don't change your principles of who you is. Because inner your heart is what we're dealing with. We're not mm-hmm. dealing with yes. how you look on the outside. Because you can have on the tallest clothes and have your hair wrap up in the most. Naya Bingi and the most Boba Shanti way, and you go and molest and abuse people. <laughs> so, it no matter what you wear upon the outside, it's what you're carrying on the inside. We need positive, strong black energy to build strong black families. And don't mean you don't love people of other nationalities. That is not what this is about. But if you do not mm-hmm. love yourself, you can never love really love another person. A yeah. black man who don't love his black mother can never love a white wife. Never. Yeah. Yeah. That is yeah. if they think so they're fooling everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. She has to love the poom what he come out of first. Yeah, straight. Every yeah, woman have to love the poom poom when she come out at first. Mm. Yes, right. Yes. If you don't well, honor the womb, what carry you and give mm. birth to you and give you life for nine months, ten months while you in that womb? If you don't love and yes. honor the fact that a womb brings life on this earth, you will never make it nowhere in life. Never. Never. Yes. I don't care if you have and millions of dollars, you will never make it because you dishonor woman. You will never have peace. Yes. You will never have harmony or balance within yourself. Black woman, black man, love yourself. Love yeah. black children. They need us. Be good examples for them. If you're still wearing weave here or whatever, it no matter. Love yourself. Right. Yes. First, I have all the, I have all the, and love yourself. Yes. And I have together, all the as we said, we will end it on this last thing because this is a part of what me do and what me say. Black love starts with yourself. Black love is with cure. Strong right. black families is the goal. In our mm-hmm. own black nations. That is the solution to this thing called slow black genocide. Yes. Right. Yeah. Of course, yes. Yeah. Right. Well, it's been so nice to bring up these topics. Um, I have a website called Warrior Queens, W-O-R-R-I-O-R Queens. It's been around for 15 years helping black women to uprise themselves in domestic violence. 
We also offer replacement. We offer housing. We offer everything that the woman needs to fight domestic violence. Matter of fact, I'm getting ready to try to change a law that when women's, women have to serve the man, the paper, the domestic violence paper order for them to stop messing with them. So I'm trying to change the law that, well, they don't have to be served. Once the woman go down there and file a complaint, that does it right there. So I want everybody to know that they can also come to my website and join in the fight with domestic violence. Warrior Queen, W-O-R-R-I-O-R, Queen, Q-U-E-E-N-S dot com. Yes, and if any of the listeners out there, if any of the listeners out there wants, want to call in, we have about 20 minutes left. The guest call-in number is 602-753-1917, 602-753-1917. So if you have anything you need to say or, you know, you have some suggestions. You may have some um, resources that you can refer to ones that may be listening that has, that's going through domestic violence right now. Um, please feel free to call in. Your input is very important to us. Nagis, I have a friend that's about to call in from a 352 number. I'm not sure if he called in or not, but he, um, he's he been listening in, I think, off and on throughout the whole uh, call. He okay. may or may not have something to say. Um, okay. He actually said something once or twice, but I think it probably got overshadowed amongst all the, the conversing. Oh, that was the voice. I did hear a man's voice in the background trying to chime in at one point. Is there right. anything anybody else would like to say? Is it anything anybody else would like to say concerning this topic, domestic violence, or you know, Sister Nani, who we lost very much, you know, who we love very much, lost through domestic violence? Is anybody else love to come in and continue on? Again, well, something like that said, one of the brethren did say about Nani Mystic earlier, early, early, before me ever even enter in the conversation, he said something about sisters raising up on man or coming against them or raising their voice. Yes, they have a good relationship, and yes, there's two sides to every story, and yes, the man should have never killed her, and yes, we know, we never know, but some know whether she do something to aggravate the man in the first place. And some man, as they say, don't know how to resist that aggravation, and they take it out the wrong way because maybe they grew around abuse or they were abused. And this man turned himself in because the man knows he exactly. wrong. So you right. have to look at the situation. It could have been something. She could have been talking about, yeah, you know, or any little thing as woman would do sometimes. Yeah, may I make her money or any little thing and him get jealous over it. It could have been nothing oh, that triggered him. Why are you jealous of You get what me I said, but we always must entertain the thought of listening to a man who say, yes, I know it's wrong to lick my woman, but this is why. We must learn to hear what they say and show them a way to get over whatever they think is triggering that. Because at the end of the day, you still not have no reason to touch her. Right, exactly. Me? Unless she's trying to take your life or kill you and you're trying to protect your life, I'm sorry, but as a man, you need to be you have you should have reached a certain level of emotional maturity that you can take anything a woman comes at you with, you know what I'm saying, to the point where you're not going to go and kill her. 
I mean, exactly. that's just, and as you said, the emotional maturity has to be there, and that's what this whole problem is. Most of the time uh, it's not there. It's not there, period, on either side, the male or the female. Right, right. And, Hello. and like the um brother like the brother came in and read the the you know, the the, the philosophy of Selassie and how, you know, what Selassie said among domestic violence, that is another thing to really take in for us as rosters. Most rosters don't even know Selassie said that. You know? To take in because that was a and if you know, if he can reach Maybe them and show that. them th- that point of view because I never heard Rasta Man talk of what he spoke of. So that was very, yeah, very. Tight. I don't even think I'm aware of that speech because I, this is my first time hearing it when Omar Kobe Jones. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yes. Same here. Same here. Yes. If they do know about it, they're not talking about it. No, no, no. And the thing is, they talk. They don't talk about a lot of philosophy. Philosophy because they don't want to follow it. Right. They're stuck in the Bible. And that's the same thing in any. You can look at that in a church. You can look at that everywhere. They go. They're not following what they have even written in their own book. You know what I'm yeah, saying? They tell them don't do this and don't do that, but they do it and they don't waste your time. Preach that to them. You know why I hear it. Yeah. Okay, the gift is really the confusion of the atmosphere. Yeah. Who's on the line? Right. Nikki, I think my friend is back on the line. Somebody on the line. Somebody on the line, let me say. Yes, I'm on the line. Okay, what's your name? Hey, listen, I want want to. My my name is Lance. I'm from Orlando. Greetings, bro. Welcome. Yes, yes, yes. Peace, peace, peace. I want to address. I want to ask the um the young lady the uh who who was just speaking the one who does music. Who was just speaking a few seconds? Yes, her. She was saying. uh, I'm going back though. I'm going back probably about an hour ago when she was speaking about. Telling the black man that we need to tell, we need to get away from the Caucasian uh, uh, way of thinking and, and, and the way that we deal with the woman, and that we need to tell her that she is beautiful and tell her that she does not need this and that she does not need this to be beautiful. But, but yeah. what do we do when we're dealing with the woman who has taken on this Caucasian mindset? She has taken on this Caucasian mindset to where she no longer accepts it. So what 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 can we do to 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 raise up the, the, the sisters to 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 right this wrong per se? I mean, I understand that we have that we have dropped the ball so long to 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 it seems to they don't even really want to give us this attention, and so that compiled with the Caucasian mindset that they have taken on as well. What do we do about that? Well, my brother, and I'm glad you asked that question, it's it's very complicated because when somebody embraces something that is totally against who they are, that is what I call the in- illusion of inclusion. That person will never be included or thought of as Caucasian by a Caucasian. So they're suffering from something that they think is going to get them in a certain position and it's not going to get them there. The best thing that you can do is to, as I said, show them love, show them. But if that's somebody you're dealing with and you're moving on a conscious level back to what my brother Ashante said, we need to be linked with somebody who's going the same direction. And I know if there's love involved, you may not want to do that, but if... You going yeah, north, what, what and you do when it's children going involved. south, 
you're not going to end up, you, you, you're going to be in a different direction and you're not going to build the relationship by the unity that you're looking for. Because if you, not, and if you cannot and bring that person up, if you cannot mm-hmm. bring that person up to your conscious level, if you cannot bring them up and you've tried for years, then there's a time in our life we have to just say, okay, you know, I love you from a distance. And I will keep trying to teach you and tell you these things from a distance. But I need to move forward, and I, I'm stagnant right here. Because we have right. to get to this level. And hopefully, prayerfully, the things that you've done will influence the person to catch up with you at some point. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. right. Hopefully he'll catch on. Somebody, yeah. And somebody said, what does you do when children is involved? Yeah, because it's exactly. easy to leave when it's just two people. But when it's children yeah, involved, that children, changes woo. everything. It does, it and does. It's still it does. the same thing, you know, because you're going to have to have the children learning their cultural values. So if they're not, if they're going to be confused in the one household, it's better to have two households <laughs> where they can get the positive from one and compare it on their own. Right. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you're going to bring up confused children again. Right, right, right. You right about that. And they're going to grow up doing it. Confuse adults. Yeah, because there's love and there's babies involved, but it it, 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 it is to the point of where is our love? Is our love to just feel good and make everybody happy, or is our love strong enough to help everybody get better? Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I and then I have one more, and then I have one more thing too. I have another uh, when we were when we when when you were discussing about our women and then the hair that we wear and all this and that. That one of the I think that one of the important things, probably the most important question that we have to ask is that why question because then that's where the problem comes in. It's not that you may have a weave or that you got red lipstick on or that you have on makeup, it comes in. Why do you have this on? Do you have this on because you don't feel beautiful, or do you have this on because you feel that you are a canvas? Exactly, and that's my whole point. And also, are you doing it because African women made makeup? African women right. are the one right. that made these things, and you're doing it because you're conscious right. of this came from your ancestors? Are you doing so are you this doing because, it because you're being like a uh, What's, what's these white girls on the TV name are doing it? Right. But I'm saying are you doing it because your boss at work says you need to look you like that. Yes. Right. But and if you're doing it because you right want there. to do it, and you're doing it because you're embracing your African beauty, and you know that African women are the ones who made the first original mil- right. mineral makeup and who created weave, then you're doing it right. for a cultural reason. But if you're doing right. it to fit into Joe Blow society, then right. you're doing it for an idiot thing. And a lot of times you can tell the women that do it for European approval because they look like idiots when they wear that stuff. They face, they make up like a clown. Everything looks stupid. It's crazy. Right. It just looks like, or they look like a, uh, what is it, transsexual? The gay men, they put on so much makeup that now you look like a, 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 a drag queen. A drag queen. Right, right. And you know right. what? You know one thing that happens to me often, and it kind of lets me know 
uh, the difference between ones and ones who may have on a weave or who may have on a wig? Because I have, like I say, I have sisters and things that wear them and whatever. But sometimes they will come to me like I will say, yo, your natural hair beautiful or whatever, and I'll just tell them that. But next ones and ones will come to me and say, you know, I'm wearing a weave today, but I love your hair or something because they see the locks. So when... They come to you like that. It's an opportunity to say something and ask them, so why you wear it? And you can find out where they're coming from. So if they're right. like, oh, you know, I just didn't feel like doing my hair today or whatever, you know, or if they say, you know, hey, uh, I know that in Kemet or in Egypt or in Ethiopia, women did this and they did this, or, you know, in this culture they do that, and some of the most beautiful black women look like this, then, yeah, oh, you see, oh, okay, yeah, right, <clears throat> okay, boom, you know what you're talking about. You get what I'm saying? You got something in you. You're going somewhere with this junk. But if they like, you know, trying to look like uh, whatever the cover girl people is, or, you know, oh, yeah, and that, you know, my boss says I will get a promotion if I look like, you know. Or yeah, my man, my man don't like my natural hair. I've heard of oh, yeah. 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 terrible. I can't wear my hair, girl. My boyfriend will leave me if I walk around like that. I scare him half wow. to death. I'll be like, what? Wow. Yeah. You know what's funny? I'm just like, uh, you know, is is men knew, know the woman to say that too? Because when me never locks, I'm gonna wear my hair, you know, blow dry or in a fashion or whatever. If a man ever tell me say, I'm like my hair cut, it look like white girl, me say, oh yeah, you not like me then move. Yeah, never. Right. Yeah, yeah. no so. <laughs> <laughs> no, come to see bad. If you come to me, yeah. like, oh, my goodness. Like, you know, like if a white person come to me and like, oh, your hair, how you get it like that? Oh, your hair, why is so limp and lifeless? Can I touch it? <laughs> no, I don't I ask them about their hair. Why your hair so limp oh. and lifeless? Your hair not lifeless. Right. 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 See, my hair can't stand up. I heard the five yeah, you know, but you have to twist it on them because mm-hmm. they think that theirs is the only standard of beauty, and you have to make them see it as well because consciously we have to make our own people be aware. But at the same That's time, right. we have to let other people be aware, like, this is beauty. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know, this is the standard of beauty. It. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm it got defined. to, and it, and it got to be the, and this and it is beauty. Be the, this is my culture. Yes. And it has to be the end of beauty because the European beauty caused so much problems and so much domestic violence and so much of this and so much of that. So we have to bring Everything. back the end of beauty in us. <laughs> and you know what? Yes. The crazy thing is, is that they're also, jealous of us. Oh, yeah. But that's it's boring. not, but see, boring. and that's just in the public eye because if you look at the Pope and all these people oh, yeah. in oh, the yeah, Vatican, the Pope is praising Maha. The, yeah, the, the Pope bows to Maha. The Pope bows to the Black Madonna. Yes. So, like, really? You know, but you know their twisted European values because on the front of their buildings they have a, a white man with a little white boy naked sitting in front of him. And yeah, if you right. look at white people's <laughs> definition of sex, this is where mm-hmm. domestic violence come in. White people have defined two meanings for sex. Sex is defined as between a black man and a black woman. European yeah. or white sex is considered Forcible with anything yep. other than a woman, and particularly Animals. with young boys. Little boys, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
So if you follow that type of mindset and that type of standard, most white women like black men because black men are aggressively liking women. Most white men only have a wife just to give them kids. They like young boys. That's it. Yep. Yes. And that's not all. And that's not all because you have some white people that actually have melanin who have a DNA closer to our DNA and they function more like black people. But the majority of the ones that are seeing Neanderthal DNA, they like young boys. Boys. Yeah, that's their Greco Roman culture. Yeah, that's their vibe. That's the reason why most you know white women voted for Donald Trump, because he grabbed that pussy, and their man won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> they said it on the news, didn't they? This topic is so nice and hot. We're going to have to continue this on Tuesday, because we literally got two minutes and 12 seconds left. Yes, sir. Well, y'all going to have to talk about the Switch It Up Challenge. connect with me or follow me. I'm on Facebook. My name is Fanasha Bay. That's F-A-N-A-S-H-A-A-B-E-Y under Fanasha Bay. Um, you can find me through the guest page as a, a, a friend. And I would love to hear your music as well. So I'm going to connect with you all. Okay. Ayata Christie. Can you leave your Facebook? Do you want to leave your? Is anybody want to leave That's what I'm doing. Ayata Christie. I-Y-A-T-A. C-H-R-I-S-T-I. Zayata Christie on Facebook, on Reverb Nation. You can hear music on Reverb Nation. And check my Facebook page. I also have an artist band page. And if you check it out, uh, new music is being posted this week. That's it. Yes, I I will check it out. I would like to run your music on my radio, so I I will be glad to check it out. Appreciate okay, it. send me your email and I will have the uh, the press package forwarded to you with five new tunes. Oh, yes, straightforward. Omar, would you like to leave any information? Omar, come in. Uh, yes, um, this is Omar Tobija. Uh, you can link me on on social media, O M A R T O V I J A H, and uh, you know. Ten seconds, Omar. <laughs> that's it. But mostly everybody's going up. Yes, sir. Yeah, Hello? Get a chance to, yeah, um, the the show ended, but we're still talking. True, <laughs> oh, true, okay. that's it. <laughs> oh, okay. This was, this was a fire program right here. I'm so yes, proud of how this turned out. This was beautiful. And you know we have yes, to do a part two. Yes, you know. yes, I. You said Tuesday is part two, right? <laughs> the twenty seventh. Yeah, the twenty seventh no. is Tuesday. Yeah. I'm not. She, yeah. she sent me an email. I'm not joking. She tells me that. Yo. Yo. 
You know, I but, yo, but listen, listen, like, listen, like, like, the items can go to Warrior Queens, and you can send me your um, information, sister, to Warrior Queens. That any one of okay. you guys that would be appreciated. Yes, yo, yes, and, and, and uh, like, and something else too, and like, like, and something else that I heard that definitely, that definitely, definitely has to be spoken about, and we already know this, whatever. But this whole situation of these whites that's called this Rastafari, we got to talk about this. It's oh, got to be a topic. It, it, yes. it, it's got to be. Yes. It's yes. got to be a topic because yes. it got to be. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because like, because like, like, this is a burning topic that got to be talked about. I'm t- like, uh, you know, um, I'm tired. Hey, listen, I'm talking about years and years of hearing this vibe, knowing the real root of Rastafari, but seeing people trying to give it to us. You know, like speed food is some garbage. Nah, 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 nah. You can't trick me. You can't fool me. You know what I'm saying? We got to get forward to the root of this. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, like black supremacy and the black youth faith. You know what I'm saying? Not being in order is finally on the supremacy, like on black supremacy, straightforward. Yes. Like across the board. Yes, All the other things, the other white boy thing going on, not the folly. Yes, sir. Folly. I'm going to. You know, when it comes to that, I would just have to say that my understanding of the roots of it is His Majesty. 